Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 56 of Radio Hot Lap, take three. Three, <laughs> three years and more. No, three weeks, sorry. Well, if you, if, you, if you weren't on the phone from your place so much, move over here next to the Get microphone. Get out of here. Viewers, we're sorry we have been absolutely screwed up in the last couple of weeks. First, we were interrupted by someone, and secondly, the second time, I ended up being overworked and underpaid, not feeling well and deleting the file, so we didn't have much to say anyway, it was a rubbish show. I thought we show. did a really good show last week. <laughs> did you? <laughs> and then you trashed it all, but never mind. <laughs> anyway, welcome back JP. Yeah, thank you Johnny. We're back at uh, Radio Hotlap World Headquarters here in Norwood again. In the control room, in yeah, fact. Where? Right. Screens everywhere. Radio Hotlap, where you enjoy a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, international, locally. Light-hearted technology, goodies, gadgets, yeah. light-hearted technology. <laughs> and barbecues. Barbecues, but it's winter, so roasts. Well, yeah, that's right. I and mean, if the original episode 56, recorded two weeks ago, had ever gone to air, we, you would have had a rundown on a really nice Weber roast. And JP will be right here go. to tell us about the salty roast tonight. Oh, you have to keep putting the salty bit in there, don't you? You just can't help It was yourself. a salty roast, but anyway, you can tell us about that later. And, you know, no bit, bit of a toughie. Bit of a, it wasn't toughy. It wasn't gnarly at all. It was good. Anyway. So here we are, viewers. It's uh, Wednesday the 6th of June. It is. And we've really got to go back and rewind, so... Um, what the hell's been going on? I suppose we should go back a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we should. To Queensland Raceway. Yeah. Where we ran the fourth round of the GT Championship. Um, I suppose you have to say, look, it's great for the championship because the Aston Martin has arrived, the British GT winning GT3 car. Yep. Uh, and it managed to get a third place in the final race there. Bryce Washington swept the field um, with uh, three wins from three starts and led every lap. Um, Alan Simonson a second, third, and a fourth to come sec a third in the in the event. But still hanging on to the championship by was it four points? Four points, that's right. Yeah. But the the championship's really coming of age because we're getting all these Ferrari four thirties, and now we've got two Galatas and a third one coming in with yep. John Bow joining in. Yes, so uh, Bow is in the next round. Yep. So it's a real Ferrari Porsche. David Wall in the RSR from Europe. Um, yep. uh, Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. But uh, yes, uh, Alan Simonson didn't do as well as he would have liked to. Not that he didn't try. It's just that simply the, uh, the, the Ferrari 360 was uh, a little bit hobbled. But they got some of those freedoms back again. But it's just, you know, really... They're just even, getting, with, even with the freedoms back, they just need more horsepower. They're giving away 65 horsepower. Euro machines, that's the problem. That's right. Um, and recently they've been in, in touch with Cristiano Michelotto in, in Italy. Yep. And um, going to, you know... Look like they're going to get some dispensation from GT Championship, you know, to have a, a rocket ship engine to bring the, the oh, field back on. So they're looking at building a, a 500 plus horsepower engine between now and um, Phillip Island, which is the second weekend of second weekend of July. August. Uh, August, that's right. Yeah, I know this because you'll be back by then. I will be back. I'm yeah. coming flying straight in for that, but that's yeah. another story. It is. We well, that's away. another story. Might as well touch on it now. Well, that's not all about me. Well, it is all about you. You've gone for 12 friggin' weeks. Oh, I'm having a nice time. <laughs> I reckon. What do you reckon, viewers? <laughs> nice buddy for some, isn't it? 12 weeks he's going to be away. And or no doubt we'll probably get about three or four episodes while he's away if we're lucky. All work, I must say. And we'll be very... I'll tell you, viewers, we'll so be bringing you, a, bringing you a show the weekend before we come back from the streets of Copenhagen where we'll be running a, uh, the Blaupuk 962C Longtail and the uh, Lola T70 Mark... 3B. Owned by Boom. Robbie Rob. Certain Rob Sherrard. Yeah. He's over in Europe, so we're going to be having a bit of fun with that. And I saw some photos of that uh, yesterday, viewers, that uh, Robert sent John when they uh, ran at Brands Hatch last weekend. And uh, yeah, it looks like both going very well. It's a street race for historic cars around the, uh, the streets of Copenhagen. 
right. um, and uh, Alan has managed to uh, convince the authorities up there that uh, we're a bit of a headlight act. So, um, so he's going to steer. Those the pair of them will be steering, and I'll be having small broad and schnapps with Mary. <laughs> with Mary. With Mary. And lay off the pickled herring. But the funny thing about Mary is that you know, like yeah. I probably actually have met Mary over the years because she worked for Simon Reynolds's ad agency in Sydney called Love. Is that right? Yeah, so she's just another advertising. She was a Taswegian. And you know, there's nothing wrong with her sexual appetite because she went down and slipped in. (laughs) You can't say that. Bit of a pickup spot. (laughs) And as you saw. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, he didn't come in with a crown on his head, did he? No, of course he did. It was at the 2000 Olympics. Ah, so she slipped in at the 2000 Olympics. (laughs) I don't know about that. And then he said, hello, and. Well, we won't go there, viewers. And I said, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, anyway. all right. So, but it's, so it's all work, ways. is it? It's all work. All work. So you're me. not going to a wedding? Oh, but well, that's hard work. I am actually. <laughs> look, we're off uh, the, on this weekend and then we're um, to Philemon's for the 24 hour. Yes, which makes us rewind to last yes. weekend where we've had the test day. Yes. Um, and Alan Simonson was called up by the uh, Italian Autolando Porsche Works team. Uh, or yeah, factory supported Porsche team. Yep, yeah, it's a GT2 car. It, it's a bit confusing for the viewers, like because it's a Porsche 997 GT3 RSR that runs in the, in the GT2, GT2 category. Yeah. And um, the, it's the biggest field and certainly the hot, most hotly contested. Hasn't Alan hasn't driven at the circuit and he set the uh, fastest time up until the last moment of the afternoon or where he was pipped to be, be second fastest. And the circuit and he only is pipped by like point four or something, didn't he? Point when three. you think how long Le Mans yeah, is. That's right. Um, point six. Um, Le Mans is yeah, about 10, 10 11 kilometres long. Exactly. And they're running four minute one second laps. Hmm. The circuit has gone through some uh, resurfacing. Yes, I, I read about that. Specifically uh, two areas into through Tetra Rouge, which is the corner before you start to come onto the chicane, and as a result of that the, the, the shoot speeds are faster and therefore the entry into the, the first chicane is faster and I suppose that means there'll be more people running straight through the gravel track there. <laughs> and I've been down there on a scooter in the middle of the night to watch that and I was only there for about an hour or so just about after Phil go through the gravel track. So, uh, so that'll be pretty interesting. <clears throat> and then on the back part of the circuit after Indianapolis is a right-hander called Onage um, and then a very long straight there with a tiny little kink at the end before it goes right into the Porsche curves. Yep. It winds its way back on towards the uh, the main part of the, of the the complex, or towards the Bugatti circuit that they use for MotoGP and sort of shorter events. So all in all, I think it's 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 it sounded really really good, and the drivers are you know um, uh, unilaterally happy with it because the you know the the tarmac means it's safer because some of the bumps have been taken. Yeah, out I think I've read the the bumps have been taken. <clears> out. We don't need to go back to 1999 to ask Mark Webber what he thinks about the bumps. No, we or don't. Aero. <laughs> in fact, I was I was reading the back of um, the back of a financial review magazine the other day. It was like they, they do one like a glossy magazine once a month, and on the inside back back page was uh, um, they were about sportsmen and, and, and famous celebrities, what they pu- purchase for clothing and stuff like that. But it was a pretty much a, a question and answer session with Mark Webber, and um, the things that stood out in his life. Yep. And the, one of them was like at Le Mans in 1999 when he, when the car got air under the front of the Mercedes uh, yes. CLK and, then you know, flipped top, and flipped backwards and he got up and he said, I was up in the air and it seemed like a long time and I thought about my kids and uh, my, my, my nephews rather down at Quevian and I, I didn't think this would happen so soon that I was about to die and um, landed back on the road and missed the trees and he went, yeah. Jeez, that's very, very lucky. Three days later, exactly the same thing happened, yet he thought, as he was flying backwards through the air, you don't get away with this twice, yet he did. <laughs> and um, amazingly, and then, can you believe it, the third time, for the viewers who don't remember that, uh, Peter, Dun- Peter Dunbreck, his teammate, yep. did it as well. Um, on the, um, at the, the, at the end of the Mulsanne, the corner there, I can't remember what the corner's called, um, and uh, it's going up towards Indianapolis there is a right-hander, which is actually the corner with no name. And before that, it got it went, got airborne and went into the trees. Can you believe it, viewers? It landed in the only spot there weren't any trees. Mm. 
And uh, since that day, Mercedes has pulled out of sports car racing, has been very sheepish about what went on that day. Exactly. And so they should have been, I guess, but you know, that's the way it works. So, um, Alan did uh, did very well in, in. Now, he has to pre qualify, doesn't he? Well, he, no, the, he has. So, uh, that's. Uh, okay, he's got, he's got his rookie bit out of the, the way. The reason why he did the last team week. is in is because. The, the Orlando team of, uh, of Mark Glebe and, and, and Joel Kamais uh, won the GT2 Championship in Le Mans series last year, and that's an automatic right. entry into the Le Mans 24-hour. Alan, as a rookie, had to participate in exactly. the test day and do X number of laps. Um, and of course, all drivers would go anyway, but you have to sure. go. You, and, yep. and I think that was the reason the previous year that Jason Bright had missed out on a go in the Aston Martin. Uh-huh. Because he wasn't uh, able to get there for the uh, for the prequel. Well, David Brabham's back in the Aston yeah. Martin uh, this yep. year, so um, you know. So you'll be catching up with a few old. Oh, we'll be yes, that's right. But, uh, That'd be good. Could be a bit earlier if it all goes past. So or a bit later if it doesn't. Practice for that starts a week tomorrow. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. No, it's a week today. In fact, exactly at this time, at seven oh one viewers, one week from today. The uh, first practice session or qualifying right. session, as they all are, yep. um, will commence from seven till nine in the evening, and then from ten till midnight. And the following on Thursday and Friday, the early part of the week being taken up with scrutineering. Um, the Friday, the uh, the wonderful uh, parade parade du pilot yes. through the centre of Le Mans, and it's just wonderful to be able to see the little old ladies looking out of the out of the window. Not that I'm after them, but you know, <laughs> the, face, no, the faces. Are, yeah. <laughs> I've heard the rumours. <laughs> Get out of my town. <laughs> It's just a great, it's a great spot, and um, of course the uh, uh, obligatory Hawaiian Tropic Girls are never missed or far from people's thoughts. So uh, yeah, bear, bear in mind it is summer, um, so it doesn't get dark till nearly ten forty-five yeah. in the evening. It's also yeah. light again just after four. So it's not like the light that we have here. It's um, and you've been an old English crusty old crumpet. I don't know what the lights like and how long it goes on for. I mean, you're not far off if you think about it. Um, we're a week about thirteenth. Well, they get the longest day on the 22nd of June because um, it's the solstice, so you're only a week prior to that. So, so it should be like two or a long time. It does start on the th at 3 p.m. on the Saturday afternoon, the first time or the second time um, ever that it has actually been modified in the history of the sport of, of Le Mans. Always yes. started at 4 p.m. to yep. 4 p.m. But uh, yes, viewers and lovers of our supercars, they've had to change it for the football. Oh. Sign of the times, isn't it, JP? It's absolutely a sign of the times. Which reminds you about how cranky you yeah, were. Yeah, I was very cranky. The last round of the V8 supercars. And uh, we got good coverage on the Saturday from, uh, from Witten. And uh, there I was, all ready to go on Sunday. Uh, looked in the TV guide. 10.30 Sunday night. Or was it even 11.30? Can't remember. 10.30 or 11.30 till 1.30 in the morning. So not only was it a cut down telecast, it was on really late, and in its place were two, not one, but two games of footy. Now, I'm a big footy fan, I go and watch Crows at Amy Stadium and everything else, that's fine. And if it was a local game, Port Adelaide or the Crows or whatever, maybe I wouldn't have complained. But it was two Melbourne teams that the average South Aussies got no interest in whatsoever. And you are pop. Exactly. Uh -huh. yeah, well, being a pommer, he is... Scott, no, he the So, from 3.30 onwards, they could have at least given us two hours of live V8 supercars. So, uh, I got cranky about this the week before last viewers, but, uh, and then last week again when we redid this show. Um, but now we're actually doing one that we hope will finally get to air. Um, I'm going to get cranky again, and I've never forgotten the phone number. Anybody who lives in South Australia and wants to complain about it, you can ring Channel 7 on 8777777 uh, because apparently it's due to happen again. It will complain up front. Well, I'm complaining, Getting I'm complaining up front now. Just, but that's all. If they say, look, that was a couple of weeks ago, he said, yes, I know that, but I'm over that, but I'm just complaining up front in case you do it again. Yeah, because we know you're likely to do it again. Heavens to Murgatroyd, what are you drinking, JP? Oh yeah, we've forgotten about that. Because you've had a little bit of a murmur. A little bit of a murmur. <laughs> Viewers, <laughs> because I'm getting old, over I had to go for the, yeah, now I'm over 30, I had to go for the obligatory uh, trip to the doctors a few weeks back, and uh, 
have all the business done and blood tests and stuff like that and uh, I'm drinking too much. And it's all Johnny's fault, I'm blaming him. That is right. It's all so right. now I'm having two AFDs a week and I'm on the Han Super Dry, which is low in carbs. Very nice. Mm. And what are you drinking? Mate, um, I'm having a no-named red, but it's a Petit Verdot. Oh. Now, the, well, there's a little bit of a story well, about this. But I don't know where it's come from. <laughs> but there's a bit of a story about that because um, uh, on um, Saturday, uh, Raul came round um, mm-hmm. to the ETC to say good day and um, said, uh, "Look, I've just been over to the Goodwood Fair over there to have a bit of a look at the uh, the Light and Psychic Fair." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And I said, "You see some fruitcake?" Oh, it was full of fruitcake. Oh, yeah, but people over there promising to do websites for hundred dollars. <laughs> So we blew them up. Anyway, don't undervalue them. <laughs> Under, undervalue it. Anyway, so we went over there on the Sunday on the pushies and had a bit of a ride. It was about ten k ride. Yeah. <coughs> when we got over there, um, we saw this market down the back there of uh, opposite the Goodwood Pub and down the side street. We're oh yeah, it was lovely. And uh, but luckily we didn't take any money and there wasn't any ATMs around, so um, we couldn't buy anything. Right. But um, Claire did. Uh, managed to find someone who was prepared to write their, their card details down and sure enough a case of Petit Verdot has arrived yesterday afternoon in time for this evening's show. Very good. And so it's it, not too bad. Is it pleasant? Oh mate, I'll tell you. So it's a clean skin special? It's not too shabby. Very it's good. a nice change. Oh, I haven't been well viewers. No, he's, uh, he's a bit clogged up viewers. Definitely a bit clogged up. No, I have been cool. And, and I think uh, that's been affected. Working too hard, stressed out, waiting to go away, trying to get everything organised. I know, I just can't. I think mean, we've got this 24 hour there, and you know, the yeah. French have gone, you've got a media bus, you haven't got a media bus, you have got a media bus, you haven't got a media bus. And yeah. where are we at now? Where are we at? Oh, we're just playing. I wish when I don't worry about them. Playing ping pong with the froggies. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just not going to be bothered. But uh, we're way past the Le Mans 24 hour because the next weekend we're. We're being uh, organised as some, some guests, of, guests of the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Oh, no, they're oh, somewhere oh, like and, uh, The people we know, I can't mention who they are, they know Lord March and Tony Gaze, who is married to Di, who is Alex Davidson's ah. grandmother. And uh, they, uh, he was actually the um, designer of the track for Lord March. Is that right? Yeah, I just found that out tonight. So right. we're going over there to have a bit of a sniff around and not do anything to do with racing. It'll be putting on, you know, the, the fancy clover and drinking some moet. It's a lovely spot. Used to, I mean, Jane and Pete didn't live far away and I went there. When did I send photos of Goodwood back? Wasn't the last trip or even the one before? No, I think it was the one before last when I went over. You got those photos, and yeah, I took photos. Oh, I have got those photos, and yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Gee. So following that yeah. weekend of, of hardship, we'll be yeah, uh, hardship. Yeah, heading yeah. back to uh, to Germany to the Nurburgring for the thousand kilometre Le Mans race, which is not to be confused with the Nurburgring twenty four hour, which is this weekend. weekend, and I think JP, and there's heaps of Aussies. I know for, for for a start, my old mate Rick Shaw and Phil Alexander, yep, who I've known for years and years, have taken the RX seven, the RX seven is basically the target car, yep, um, that they've put into, um, you know, put into endurance trim. And mate, I think that Rick is as good a builder of an RX seven anywhere in the world. Oh, I think you'd probably be dead right there. There's no, certainly no doubt about that. Well, just stop talking out the side of his mouth. So just be a little bit better off. <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, you can. Tony, you just did. Tony Quinn and, uh, and, and his son um, uh, and um, Baird and who else is going with there? There's plenty of people going. That's for sure. Oh, I just can't remember. But anyway, they're right, running the brand new uh, RX, uh, uh, RSR. Uh, 907 RSR over there as well, so that's yep. pretty cool. Um, but there are 10 cars. Yeah, I think Matthew Racing's going uh, with Timo Bernard. Yep, uh, the old mate Kevin Burton. He's, yeah, Romain Dumas. He's, he's teaming up in the next um, Dumbrell uh, VY Commodore. Mel Rose is there. Yeah, he's always there. He's great. Uh, one of probably the, one of the first few people to lead it over. I think probably uh, Dennis Cribbett 
He's been there many, many times. Alan Shepard, the same guy who put the, the thrifty deal together for our brand. Oh, that's right. Yep. He's going as well. But 10 cars. Oh, that, right. That's really good. And viewers, there are so many cars running around at that, they have to have to start them in three or, three or four waves. Unbelievable. That's yeah. unbelievable. It is. Well, there's Kiwis going as well, of course. Um, we don't get them. Yeah. But Rick will be up against, like, with the, with the spec car that he's running, he's going to be up against uh, the BMW Z4 Coupe and uh, like yeah. hot rods like that. So it's definitely, uh, definitely um, ain't, uh, a good chance. Well, it certainly looks like an interesting, uh, uh, interesting racing. That's going to be for sure. Um, and there's Commodore going as well, which is also amazing. Melrose's VX. Well, it's funny we're just talking about the weekend off because here we've got bloody Simonson on Skype going with the big... Yep. You know what. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, we're in the control centre. What do you want? <laughs> Alan Simonson's uh, on Skype. But he's in Denmark. Um, messing around with... Where he belongs. Can we say that? Yeah, I don't want to speak to him. I couldn't get him on the no, Skype. No, don't speak to him. I couldn't get him on the Skype phone anyway. It'd be too hard. Yeah. Well, what about V8 Supercars we've got this weekend? We're Eastern Creek. Yes, and V8 Utes. Yes. We just just have time to be able to put all that stuff together before I, I nick off. Before you kick off, yeah. I don't know. Should be... Uh, now, Team Kiwi, there's uh, stuff all over Auto Fiction about Team Kiwi's out. What do you reckon about that? Mmm, well, that's this week, you know. There's many, um, there's always a whole lot of... Uh, Chances to. Well, it's always interesting to read, you know, that there's one side of the story and then there's another side of the story. And I mean, I read the same story yesterday in Motorsport E News, and I can now I can see the whole strategy of Motorsport E News. It's it's all about beat they are, isn't it? (laughs) Well, yeah, of course it is. If you have a little fright there, just no, I nearly dropped what I'm holding, which is my beer. I mean, that's a fright, isn't it? Now, I've got to I've got to uh, come up with there's one great 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 quote. Quite, quite. Quite, 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 quite. Right, uh, in um, auto action this week and it's a little bit from Marcus Ambrose on page 4 about I just got kissed by an ugly man <laughs> Marcus Ambrose pulls no punches after his PR guru Brett Crusher Murray planted one on him following his 6th place in Dope in Dover now anybody who knows Crusher will know that that would not be a nice thing to happen. No! <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a bit tough, you know. There's someone out there that finds Crusher not that ugly. Well, yeah, there is. But, you know, he's, a, he's a great guy, he's a PR guru. So. No, he's a lovely bloke, but uh, yeah, I don't know whether I want him kissing me either. But no, I thought it was a great quote and really, really funny. Uh, so, now, I know what else I want to do. Uh, What's what's uh, going on there? Uh, viewers, we've got bloody Simonson on Skype here. There's all sorts of hassling me, so funny things going backwards and forwards. Um, Come on, JP, it's up to you. I've got to send him something. Don't be. You always do this to me. Now, last week we were congratulating. Um, who were we congratulating? Briscoe. Were we congratulating? We Briscoe? were because he uh, he came um, top fifth. Yep. At. Uh, Indy. Mm-hmm. He did. And he qualified uh, the highest he's ever qualified. And he came the highest he's ever came in the field. And uh, we were full of uh, praise and everything else for him on the show that have got lost from last week. And of course, we haven't got all the reference material here now, so uh, we can't uh, repeat whatever it was what we said. But uh, anyway, it was very well done. Um, now, Johnny, there was something else. I'm going to talk about that's totally gone out of my head now because you put me on the spot like it always does. Oh, look, stuff it. We'll just go. Oh, I know what it was. It, it was a lead on from talking about Marcus Ambrose and him coming sixth. I mean, what a great result that was. Finally, um, he's coming. Uh, he's coming good in the next Hill Cup. Um, uh, sorry, the Bush Bush Series, which is the one down from the next Hill. Um, and they reckon that uh, the track that uh, he was racing on, which I think was Delaware, um, is one of the uh, toughest tracks in the States. 
and uh, for him to get that result was just uh, it was really really good. He's finally uh, looks like he's getting somewhere. So um, good on you, Marcus. Good on you, Marcus. Indeed. What are we talking about? Marcus Ambrose and how well he did <laughs> on the weekend in the bush. Will you stop laughing at Bloody <laughs> Simonson? I've got to tell him to go tell away. Tell him to go away. We're doing a show. And besides which, thing over from um, Perth thinks he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> he's an idiot. Uh, well, he is. You're right. So, uh, what else? Well, what, what about the tech? What about the tech? Oh, there is something. There's something we can talk about tech today that we couldn't have talked about a week ago. Apple speed bump and MacBook Pros. Well, more than that. Last week, they last week when we spoke, they bumped the MacBooks. Now they bumped the MacBook Pros as well, which is all very good. And as you heard on Radio Hot Lap, oh, probably about three or four, no, it'd be more than that, about five or six weeks ago, you would have heard Hardy say that uh, there was a rumour that Apple had bought a load of the new LED backlit screens um, and sure enough they've just surfaced in these new upgraded MacBooks uh, everything gets 2 gig of RAM now uh, there's two 15 inch displays and a 17 um, and they're running the new Santa Rosa uh, Intel Core 2 Duo, Pro, Duo processors <laughs> at 2.2 and 2.4 gigahertz um, which again is a big jump forward because with the combination of the LED backlit screens as opposed to the traditional uh, mercury whatever it is that they used to use uh, which I can't remember uh, fluorescent blah 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 um, yeah it is it's mercury it was fluorescent and um, with mercury in it before and so that's all gone. So Steve Jobs with his little green speech has uh, gained some ground. But what I was getting at was with the LEDs and the new Santa Rosa chip, they reckon that power consumption will drop and you should be able to get, depending on what you're working on, between 30 minutes and another hour of operating time out of them. We've all seen Google Earth. We have. And now, but, and Google Maps has been around for a while. Mm -hmm. but Google Maps has had a bit of an upgrade this week. If you go to maps.google.com, not www, just replace the www with maps, maps.google.com, go to San Francisco, zoom into town, you'll find blue lines all around the streets. If you click on the blue lines, you'll find that you can do a virtual tour, 360 degree scene at Each just every single part of the streets that's got a blue line. That's right, at yeah. 10 metre intervals, and yeah. navigate around the street all the way down to San Jose. It's really at a Fast, fast project. And if you've um, been to San Francisco and you've got a favourite spot, if you check it out on there and you can find a blue line down it, you can just uh, get, jump on there and view it. It's brilliant. Johnny and I have checked out uh, Izzy's today. That's right. Steak and Chops. Steak and Chops down on Steiner on the, on the way down to uh, off uh, uh, go up Van Ness, turn left on uh, lots of left down lots of money but a real dickhead, <laughs> and uh, right into Steiner, and you'll find Izzy's Steaks and Chops. Steaks I've ever had, I reckon, in that part of San Francisco. Absolutely. But most importantly, the booths are all lined with hot sauces yes. from around the world. They've got all these little, they sort of all Sex timber on the hot, with hot, hot, hot bitch on the beach and yep. last rites and oh, every mouthful is a new taste experience. Absolutely. So have a look at that. And the other bit of tip is uh, going around is uh, is um, Microsoft's new Photosynth beta. So if you've, oh, got, yeah. uh, if you've got XP or, or Vista, go to uh, http://labs.live.com forward slash photosynth, P-H-O-T-O-S-Y-N-T-H, and uh, download the, uh, the beta and have a little bit of a look at it. It's a bit hard to describe, but do you want to give it a go, JP? Because that's what we thought yeah, we needed control center today. Yeah, so we can actually look at it while we're going. It's, how do you describe it? Well, it's, it's sort of fairly uh, easy to use interface and it's got like a main photograph with um, infinite zoomability that's the, one of the key things yeah and so you can you can zoom into Look to what you're looking at and it starts off all blurry um, like when you're loading a web page and some on some web pages where they uh, start off all blurry and then sharpen up 
but you can just keep zooming in and zooming in and you and the 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 actual menu is quite easy to uh, easy to maneuver and you can just basically uh, pan around in on all this 3d it looks like some it looks like Venice would that be right yeah it looks like very much like Venice yeah absolutely and uh, it's just it's really quite amazing and all these old buildings and they all just come like the the shots you're zooming in on are, are proper photographs, and then the rest of the background is just all pixelated away. But it's interesting like how the uh, dots, how the um, how the, the the quality updates. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, look that that's 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 we're looking at the top of a building, and there's a lot of very very interesting architecture here. So you're obviously yeah, standing yeah. at least probably forty feet underneath. But see how it's all been the bit that you're zooming in at to look. Uh, anyway, you've got to go. We'll put the link up, I yep. think, on the uh, on the show because it's. Uh, it's, it's cool. definitely worth a look. Definitely, definitely worth a look. Of course, you need a PC to do it. Yeah. Well, that's right. But anyway, the, the preferences are there. It tells you but what to do. Yep. Oh, don't tell me you finally finished your Adobe updates. Yes, we've had, had a whole new suite of Adobe applications put on the, uh, the fully upgraded uh, laptop. Um, but it's, geez, it's taken half a day to do it all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting harder and harder now with, uh, with updates to big applications. Minimum spec for Adobe CS3 now, gig of RAM, thanks for coming. So, uh, so following the Le Mans 1000 kilometre race, which will be the third round of the, uh, the championship, um, and it's off for a little bit of a, bit of a, a uh, wedding in Tuscany, in a little town called Montalcino. I thought it was a work. Yeah, well, I'm photographing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're full of crap. <laughs> So how long are we in Tuscany for? Oh, there's only five days at that. And I'm going to pull back a day before we go to the Amalfi Coast. We've been doing a show down there. Well, you, you, you know, you've, you've, got got to, you've got to do a bit of holidaying while you're there because it's not worthwhile going otherwise. Can't all be work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so fourth round of the V8 New Championship this weekend. Yep. Third round. Fourth round. Third round. It's been so much a long time. Anyway, I spoke to, to Jack Ellsgood today, who's yeah. also um, featured in this week's uh, auto action um, as the um, Mr. Profile, page 28. Oh, Keithy with all the um, likes and dislikes and stuff. Yeah, that's all pretty interesting. Um, spoke to him this that's afternoon quite as, be actually in as he has the uh, had the car on the dyno and then just cleaned out fuel injectors and stuff like that and it's 20 horsepower down and running lean. I mean, Maybe they maybe they they're too clean now. So well, maybe I think they probably are. They need a little bit more residue builder. But for those of you uh, viewers who do read that auto action, there was um, uh, there's a reference there to his favourite toy at the moment, or possession of his probably his favourite toy, because it's just a, a, the the Piranha, the 973 Ford Piranha is just about ready now, and the engine's been on the dyno, and it, it has returned a staggering 494 horsepower for a little 302. Yeah. And uh, the man who owns the dyno down in Brookslavia said, "That's about the nastiest one I've ever I've ever, <laughs> uh, ever seen. Certainly the best 302. Um, but a, a 1050 kilo on it, um, mm. it's going to be pretty quick as we." Um, Heading to Mount Bullisbury and Classic yep. Adelaide. So that's, all good. that's going to be very interesting times actually. So, what's first, Mount Bullisbury? Yes, John. Uh, Mount Bullisbury. Mount Bullisbury. And then, then Classic Adelaide. And then, what's, what's the, is there a new one? Is there another one now coming? Well, there is, but we can't talk about it yet because uh, it's not okay. to run. It's not official or anything, so we're not allowed to mention it. All right, then. On, on account of. What is that? <laughs> oh, the viewers, Hardy's. <laughs> oh no! There's a can of baked beans on the screen exploded. Yep, and there's <laughs> one. <laughs> and there's one solitary <laughs> bean. <laughs> it just got squashed. <laughs> What's the link to that? <laughs> the link to that is Simon Pan Rucker dot com slash bees. <laughs> I think that'll do. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that, is it? Okay. SimonPanRucker dot com. How do you spell Panrucker? P A N R U C K E R dot com. <laughs> so not happy about the beans being squashed. No, definitely not. 
Oh, I mean, that's what the we bees do. aren't happy about the bees being squashed. Here comes another one now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you not getting rid of it? Ah, so you can't kill that one. I know you can. <laughs> uh -oh. There, there's a bit of a ninja beam coming along here. Yeah, it looks like. He's creepy. Anyway, viewers, you'll have to come find out what that does for you yourself. Simon Pan Rucker dot com. Pause those beams. Did I see them? Wonderful. Can we turn it off now so it doesn't distract us anymore? Oh, I stopped. Look at that. Thank you. Indubitably. Now, mate, you were going to give us a little bit of a tip about Mr. Salty. Mr. Salty? Salty on the barbecue. It was awful. No, it wasn't awful. <laughs> you ate it all. Well, like me. Get out of here. It was good. We had a lovely weather, viewers. Absolutely lovely weather. Johnny's just a bit cranky. But I was saying to you, why would you have... A, 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 a piece of meat that's been soaking in a bag, which is so not like you, and then all the flavours out of the weather. True. It was a quick. It was because it was the middle of the week and it was a weeknight, and it was just a quick and easy fix to get meat in a bag that was already marinated. And it, yes, it was a bit soggy, but beyond that, everything else was fine. The spuds were great. The carrots with the company the honey and the. Um, Sesame seeds and the pumpkin with the seeds scooped out and the onion put in its place. Everything else worked out beautiful. Let's go back to motorsport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Five races once a year, and I don't think Mark Webber's finished a race, and it doesn't seem to be his fault. It's just the guy's absolutely cursed, isn't he? Well, it would appear that way. Yeah, and then you look at, look at the turnaround, like the, the huge result there for McLaren. I think. That, it's a classic well, example of yeah. how poorly they've gone and suddenly they're good, they're good again. Something else that we spoke about last week, wouldn't it? The fact that McLaren had done the 1-2 uh, game. Um, and, yeah, what a great result it was. And what a great... Well, it wasn't a great race because it's Monaco and nobody can pass anybody. But certainly um, the way the two McLarens were running and uh, the way that uh, Hamilton was certainly uh, pushing Alonso uh, in, the, in the earlier stages, at least, uh, pre pit stops. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a fantastic result for McLaren. And oh, I know what else we spoke about last week. Talking about McLaren, we talked. We spoke about the uh, article in um, Motorsport about uh, the McLaren factory, the new McLaren factory in Woking, and the fact that Ron Dennis doesn't like um, doesn't like cords and dangly bits, and so they've got glass lifts that are uh, hydraulically operated so that there's not all cables hanging everywhere. And that if you drive past, all the trees are all in their nice regimental rows. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But if they'd done it like Melbourne had done it, around the ring roads there, they'd have seen the error of Ron's ways. Well, well because you see, they didn't plant them, put the things straight the first place. No, they didn't. Like the world moves it does. If you wouldn't want to be having, like, Ron's paragon operation in the near the San Andreas fault. Because it would be terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, that was excellent. Um, now, I don't know what I wanted to say. You were, you were moaning about the STI the other day. Oh, the new look STI. Oh, the new, well, just the new look, um, new look Subaru uh, Impreza WRX, whatever. Uh, totally, that was released at the New York Motor Show. Um, looks naff as, but I was moaning about the cover of last month's Motor Magazine, you're quite correct, because they've mocked up what they think the STI version is going to look like, and one of the glaring mistakes is the fact that it's actually got driving tapes on it. <coughs> Excuse me, viewers. And everybody knows that STIs, there's no lamps, they just put covers there to save money and weight. That's right. And so there's Motor Magazine with one with driving lights on. Wrong. Sorry. Can't look like that. They promised they wouldn't do it under no conditions. Would they be able to see it? There it was last night. A picture of Paris Hilton in jail. Oh, no. you kidding me. What? Except the right too. <laughs> Which gives rise was to... Was she in the orange outfit? No, she wasn't in an orange outfit. She was in a sort of a... 
a lighter coloured outfit. And it uh, looked like well, she was modelling up for it. And pastel. She apparently she get paid half a million dollars for her diary. Oh, you're kidding. She's not writing a book. No. She's not profiting. No, 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 of course not. No, no. And uh, no doubt this will give rise to a new a sense of jail fashion. You should be at jail fashion parties. Spare me. There will no doubt be a TV show all about it sometime or the other. And what are we talking about, Paris Hilton? Well, because it was leading me on to talk about Joshy. Uh, ah. Who's um, managed to take that, get a hold of Lucky Beer and yes. um, get an exclusive deal with the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas. Well, <laughs> what's he doing this weekend? Nothing in particular, but someone who is obviously someone in Hollywood went over and liked one of the beers and said, look, we, we should have this for our launch party. So, here we walk down the red carpet with George Clooney and Brad Pitt. He's the official beer supplier to the Ocean's 13 launch in LA this oh, weekend. Oh, he yeah, just lucks in. Dorm his new Range Rover. Where's my Ferrari 430? I'll tell you. But is he... He's is not he a big... to meet Billy's Pies. This is what he's, I want Yeah, he's Billy's Pies and he's got beers. He's got all sorts of things. He's really going good, mate. He's come a long way from not being able to produce merchandise for the V8 yet. Because that's the connection. Can you say that? Speaking of, of, of money in Ferrari 430s, it was very unfortunate, wasn't it, at Queensland Raceway that Kevin Miller should uh, come to grief oh, yeah. with um, um, uh, Ian Palmer yep. virtually wrecking the new Gallardo yeah. that oh, it only had one event and, yeah. uh, and pulling, robbing the fans of um, a, a really great showdown between two uh, top line marks. So let's hope uh, you know deep pockets those guys, but still you you know it's very it's. But don't they generally send stuff like that back to the factory to get fixed? I mean, it's not a local fix here, is it? Oh so no, I would yeah. say so. It would be happy to so, say that. But then again, uh, you know, I don't fix Ferraris or Lamborghinis, but uh, you know, it's an expensive business going car racing with those sorts of cars. But it's just as disappointing that they only got uh, one race out of it. Yeah, exactly. And from what I understood was that. Uh, that uh, Kevin Miller's Ferrari 430 was just used as uh, you know, a leaning, a leaning object next to the <laughs> the pool table, according to, 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 to JT. Anyway. <laughs> Is that right? That's what I heard. <laughs> a leaning object. I like that. That's very good. Not a leading object. The, a leaning uh, object. The Pertec rally car that um, has been run by. Uh, who is it? I can't remember again. Pertec. You've had the. Uh, Scotty Pan. No, it's not Scotty Pan. Yeah, it's been it's been built by Brightec. But um, yeah. who drives that damn thing? The WRC round a couple of years back. Oh wow! Uh, well, anyway, this is this is where we need Linda because mom's scraping my brain for rally stuff. But go on. Well, it turned over. It fell over. It fell over upside down. Oh really? And it got all broken. But they did a good job to get it back in. Who's driving? Well, they did get it back in. Why do I not? Anyway, come back to me later, viewers. Yeah, of course. So it will. Um, Never they done. look they look a bit ugly though. These new Super Two Thousand. Mm. Cars like a very Group C style old touring car. Sorry, viewers. Turn that off, will It's the it's the one man who can always guarantee to ring me at the wrong time. Who is it? Paul McEwen. He can always guarantee to ring me at the wrong time. Let me his nuts shake it off for that. I will. Don't worry. Later on. We did. Anyway. <laughs> oh, what? The, the Apple TV's got a YouTube upgrade. It has. And people have gone, huh, we want YouTube. So yep. it's now been, I think it's a download or something automatically converts it into a, a YouTube player YouTube and they've up, upgraded yep. the, the box to 160 gig drive. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing at the time with 40, so must have had a fair few left over from their iPods. And in the same mouthful, the new um, the iPhone slated for release. With June 29, with 18 Adver singular. Advertising is already up on the, in the US. There's three. If you go to apple.com viewers um, slash iPhone, um, and I think there's a link there to the ads. Um, there's even a tab for the iPhone now, anyway, on the apple.com site on the US site. Um, you can see there's three adverts for uh, for the iPhone that were shown on TV. Oh, there we go. There's one run. John has found them already. Yeah. And, uh, I don't like the music. Well, who asked you? Oh, no one. He's just... Oh. There's never been an iPod that can do this. True. They're rebroadcasting. We are. Or this. I bet you're really glad you've seen this, viewers. Oh!
Oh, look, the bandwidth's just suddenly. Uh, what to my high speed connection? Well, you'll figure it out. <laughs> but I, you know what I do like about it is the one thing that I really liked is the fact of how it merges calls. Now that is that is cool, isn't it? Yes, it is. It, yeah. It's very good. Oh, where's that? Yeah. That's on the second one. Oh, now this is good. I mean, it's so typically tarsy, you know, like tarsy. Yeah, <laughs> cars. You tarsy assy. <laughs> Oh, I can't work out where it doesn't work anymore. So anyway, June 29th release for that, but yesterday in the UK and France... Oh, here it is. Oh, here it's go. working. Hey. Hey, Gary, it's Bob. Hey, Bob. Can you for a ride this afternoon? Yeah, sure, just waiting here from Sydney. Have you heard from her yet? No, but she said she'd call soon. Oh, hang on, she's calling me now. Hold on a moment. Hey, Sydney, I've got Gary on hold. Merging the calls. Oh, the merging Hi guys. Calls. Hey Sydney. Hey Sydney. So there's a parking lot off 280 on Pageville Road. Let's start there at 380. Pageville Road. Adobe's web application 1.0. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, that's. I know exactly where that is. Okay, guys. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. Bye. But you know, it's a cool phone because you know how it's got Google Maps. Yes. So now I'm thinking to myself, well, how good will that be? That you know, if you want to be able to find that place. You're going to be able to find the maps function. It's going to, but it's going to bring up the virtual tour that we saw yep. and maps.google.com in here. Anyway, well, that's enough of that. So, <coughs> well, look, so what that. I was about to say was, but just to steal Apple's thunder, um, the new HTC Touch Phone has um, beaten the iPhone to market. ATC, HTC, which is Taiwan's high tech computer corporation. Um, it's available for sale within days through Orange, uh, the Orange uh, phone reseller network, in France and the UK, and will be available in North America during the second half of 2007. And it's all a finger-sensitive touchscreen. When you've finished... Just uh, 
uh, got one as a surprise for his brother because it's his brother's birthday. $25, I think it was $25 US, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, you can upload a photo of yourself or the person you're nominating and buy a specific spot on the car. And the spots are three centimetres by three centimetres. Um, so yeah, it's uh, get your face on a Formula One car and if you're really lucky and the TV cameras go at the right angle, you'll be able to see yourself on a Formula One telecast. Well, as I said, I don't think you'll be any damage to, to Mark Webber's car because it'll probably break a hydraulic hose on the outback. <laughs> or, well, see? Just like the Fair car on lift. Yeah, well, hmm. Poor old well, Mr Webber. Uh, I think that's uh, just about time to wrap it up, but on a Saturday night, an outgoing Australian... Um, be the last time we'll be doing something in Australia for a little while. Yeah, it will for you, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, very sad news that the uh, the NASCAR Vice Chairman, Bill France, Jr. passed away in Daytona the other day and is widely been uh, known for really bringing the new series yes. um, to sort of commercial reality and to the, to the, the, the size that it is and popularity. And it was his father, William France, who founded NASCAR back in 1947. And uh, France Jr. took over in '72, so he's been he's been at the helm there good, for 35 years. Um, so, you know, you, you, a lot of people will be uh, will be thanking thanking them for a lot. Yeah, thanking both of the uh, both of them. Yeah, yeah, and no, that is sad. It's always sad when someone who's a, who's an icon in a, in the sport as it was in AFL well. here. In the, in the yep, recently. Yes, it was true. With uh, mother and Mark Port Williams, Power. yeah, Mark Williams, uh, mother of the coach of Port Power. Who that's right. Was, uh, yep, the Grand Lady of Port. Yes, she was indeed. Probably had a bit of a one too many tipples. <laughs> I think she had a very good innings actually. But there you go. Anyway, all right, viewers. Well, next week we'll be uh, coming to you from Le Mans. That'll be the plan uh, when I can find a bit of time to, to pin someone down. I think. So it's what be... I'd suggest, viewers, will be you'll probably get that podcast after the weekend. About. Week and a half on Monday. That's about right. Yeah. I just think it's going to be yeah. very hard to be able to pin Alan. Oh, you wouldn't be able to do it while you were people, there. But I will find out and grab him and uh, yeah. a few of the other boys we yeah. know and have a bit of a chat and see what's going on from there. International no Paul will be there. Yes. Us. Good old international. So, oh, international. I'll do something probably on the Friday after we've found a few little uh, wee French husses. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, oh, talking of international too, he's got a podcast up. Um, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's pretty really great. No, no, no. For the for the the series that we spoke about, that's really coming, getting off the ground. Where uh, the uh, uh, European for, soccer for teams. Oh, it yeah, that's it. There we go. Well, you'll have to go to the easiest thing will be to go iTunes. to Apple.com or to your iTunes Music Store and type in Super League. Yes, and uh, you'll find it there because the web address is far too long. Yes, yeah, way long. But it's Super League, um, and it's uh, if you find it and you think you've got the right one and it's under sport, it's about seven minutes ninety, so uh, seven point nine minutes thereabouts. So it's not super long. So uh, and we can see you've got the right one online. So we'll just say international. We've just given you a plug. International, just plugging you. There you go. You on uh, on RH as we type. <laughs> as we type. Well, there we go. And so I suppose now it's good night to International and uh, good night to you viewers. Lamb roast time. It is lamb roast time. Yo.